0: Hello, everybody, and yes, welcome to the American Soccer Analysis Show. I'm your host, Ian. With me today, as always, Kieran, Kingmaker Doyle, and Harrison, Heartbreaker Crow. How's it going, guys? How we doing? It's heartbreaker. A yeah. A heartthrob. That's what that's you are. That's so. okay. I,
1: I like that. I, that's, yeah. that's a solid the heart The Heartbreak has, Kid. It has like Heartbreaker, Kingmaker rhyming synergy. Yeah.
0: Actually, I think that's like a lyric from Heartbreaker... No, Dreamtaker. Different one. Well, we could make it a song. <laughs> uh, I think it was a hard song. I don't know. I don't know. I'm no it was expert a hard music. song. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm an expert on music, man. Uh, so today, we're going to do something a little bit different from our usual uh, standard things because today is a high holiday of Major League Soccer discourse. Uh, and it snuck up on me. I didn't know it was dropping today. I don't. I, I, it always is, is a... I don't know if it's a lovely surprise. The takes get pretty wild. Uh, but it was Major League Soccer uh Player Association salary release day. This is gotta be awkward, I would imagine. Like can you imagine at your job if like just there was a day every year where everyone just like got their salaries posted publicly? And... That that would that would definitely cause problems at, at my office. Yeah.
1: Like,
2: definitely.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. especially when like the player cussing you out for not passing them the ball makes like Forty times what you make.
0: <laughs> yeah, you get, you definitely like notice. Like, obviously, everybody probably would like more and feels like they deserve more. And in some cases, maybe they're right. I mean, maybe they all make too much. We, different conversation, you know, about how we value certain things in society. Certainly, uh, but the fact is that you know there is a range of money that these these uh, individuals make, and uh, they're being kind of judged pretty, uh, you know, pretty harshly on. Like, what are you providing for that value? So um, there are some eye some raisers in here. So what we're going to kind of do, I think, is we're just going to go through team by team, just kind of look at it, give a general sense of the salary, talk about some like, hey, that's a great deal. And then, oh, that's not a great deal. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, e- just, a, just an analysis of people's worth based on how much money they bring in and how they do at sports. Uh, that's what we do here in American soccer analysis. Um, but first... Big news in the world of soccer today. Uh, Harrison, we got him. We got him. The United States men's national team now has a number nine. Giazzi's artist is coming back. He's coming back, folks. He's coming Woo! back. Uh, no. Uh, that was the other big news from this week. Uh, another surprise today. Uh, Florian Balogun, of course. Uh Switches his allegiance. I love how they say it like that. Like, it's a very, like, uh, societal thing. Like, his allegiance has changed from Britain to to America. He now hates Britain. He now hates the English. (laughs) He is an American through and through, for he went to a game of the Magic of Orlando and was so swayed (laughs) by their generosity.
1: My favorite part is him being like, Oh, yeah. I totally loved all the people stalking me on Instagram and commenting yeah, 8,000 American
2: flags on every picture. Oh,
1: terrible thing to say. Terrible
0: lesson learned uh, by our soccer populace here. You
2: can bully <laughs> anyone into anything on the internet. It's, I guess so. <laughs> you can make them hate England and leave it, and you don't so, even
0: live in that country. So if I were like Floria Baligan, like, here's what I would have done. I would have like seen these overtures from the United States men's national team. I would have gone to America. I would have been put up in a nice place. I would have been taken to every sporting event of all our famous American sports, given like a hundred jerseys. I would have just made them take me everywhere. Like, no, I want to see hockey in Minnesota. I would have oh, gone.
1: He, he really wanted a Florida Panthers and a Florida yeah. Marlins jersey.
0: And then at the end of it all, I would have just left and not said anything about anything. And if people asked, I'd be like, Wait, that was. You thought I was. I just thought y'all were really nice. Like, I got a vacation in America more. They're so cool there. They just take you everywhere. But yes, we now have a striker. So that's exciting stuff. Um, you I mean, haven't we had like 12 strikers? Like Yeah, but this like, one, this one, this one plays. I mean, for don't Arsenal. Yeah, I, I
2: get it. So like, he's I get her.
0: Uh, he is better. He, he's a lot better.
3: Yeah, yeah. sure, he sure,
2: absolutely. He he he's very good and it's not just about future projection, so I understand that. But at the same time understanding that there's probably still some growth that he has to do and that he's not necessarily a finished product and that doesn't necessarily cement anything, right? Let's oh. look da- let's look down at Mexico. There's been some really great players that have come up and started for some really great teams over the last let's say four to six years that aren't necessarily in that program's mix anymore. So it's great that we're adding really good talent and talent that's playing at a very high level in Europe. That's excellent news, but putting everything on this young kid's shoulders just feels so gross. Like that's, that's just me. That's just me. I'm going to sit here. I'm I'm going to be happy in my own way. So you guys be happy in yours. That, that's all I'll say.
0: I have Not. a follow-up question, though, for Kieran about this. Yes. Uh, now, Kieran, you are Canadian, correct? Factual. Yeah. So, like, what jersey would it take to get you to defect to America? Uh,
1: what? Ooh. Are you um, asking
0: for Dane St. Clair? <laughs> Dane St. Clair? <laughs> like, uh, what would it take to get a Canadian here? Like, what what, what, what we got to do?
1: Uh, like, LeBron Lakers is, is probably high yeah. up there. Right so, we now.
0: take you to a Lakers game. Boom, you're working for us men's national team we get yeah, jersey. yeah it's up there i think okay see it's not that hard guys <laughs> it's not that
1: hard you know you know what my favorite thing about this whole balligan thing is tell me it has substantially increased the chances that anthony hudson gets the job permanently
0: yeah 100 <laughs> that's so weird i'm so excited for the monkey's paw to curl just like a little bit just like oh so close um uh, Well, you know, I think he's, like, undefeated, this U.S. men's national team head coach, isn't he? Pretty close. We are a top nation with top (laughs) players. A top nation with top players. That Anthony Hudson pull. That's how you get these dual nationals. Um, It always is funny to me because you you think about, like, oh, well, the problem with the national team is you can't really um, sign, right? Like, you can't sign better players, but maybe you can. (laughs)
1: so we we laugh but like this is a thing that ireland did in the 90s uh, oh yeah where they like before they wanted like actually irish people and they're like no now like if you if you had a layover in dublin you are eligible to play for the national team and it's it like worked out quite well for them then and they're doing it now so it's it's a reasonable national
0: team strategy yeah um I think the last time I really remember America doing this was a guy named David Regie. who was like a French defender. And uh, it was before the awful World Cup where we did really bad. 96, I think. Is that one? 98? One of those. Um, would have been 98. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> and I remember like he had to like get like fast track to citizenship. And I thought that was fascinating that like, yeah, the US government could get those wheels in motion, I guess. Um, like I wonder how easy that is. Like I was looking at uh like Ricky Puj, he's eligible for whatever. Like he's only played like a youth like two youth games for Spain and like a couple of appearances for Catalonia, which isn't FIFA recognized. So like he physically like if he could get nationalized somehow, like he could potentially be a player for the United States men's national team. And like, okay, well how do we speed that up? How do we do that? Um I I think that's really fascinating that you could just sort of like figure out ways to get this done.
2: If soccer was, if if like people were crazy about it, like they are in other countries, European countries, Mm -hmm. like I'm, I'm pretty certain that that stuff would, would happen a lot more frequently than what we see it. I just don't think it's enough to garner um, government interest at this stage.
0: Yeah. Although yeah. to be fair d-
2: and I'm curious, do you guys think that this would happen if this was like NHL, NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA like what other leagues would you see that happen like if that was if they had something like the World Cup.
1: So this is this has actually happened before in um handball.
2: Okay. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: The like yeah. Qatari handball league, they really wanted Qatar, I think it was Qatar, wanted to win the handball World Cup, so they went and got like The 10 best players in the world paid them a boatload of money to come to Qatar and play there, but also to stop playing for their national teams like three or four years in advance of some World Cup. Because in handball, you can change countries even if you've played for your other country. Uh, And then so they were like, I don't know, it was a whole thing to get like a bunch of Spanish and Serbian guys to play handball for Qatar.
0: I have no idea how it
1: ended up turning out, but I remember this being like a Sports Illustrated story when it happened.
0: Yeah. (laughs) We'll never know. We'll never know. There's no way to know. Uh, (laughs) About handball. Um, Well, anyway, so that's exciting for for us, and Kieran is a possible future uh, USMNT, dual national, if we get you to that LA game. Um, Exciting for you, too. So. We got a lot to get through today, so I'm going to move us on to MLS salaries. Let's just start at the, 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 let's just do this alphabetically. That's how we're going to do this. That's how the list is presented. Uh, let's take a look at uh, Atlanta United. This is a club, this is a team, a major league soccer team that likes to spend money. Uh, you guys, uh, anything pop out to you here that's, that's just a little bit uh, good or bad?
1: Yes. Um... Jacomakis at $1.5 million yeah. is very good value, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also how quickly uh, Loggerway has cleaned up their cap. Like yeah. I think they still have a lot of those kind of mid-tier contracts on guys who are maybe not super productive. But even just comparing to last year, it looks a lot better. I also don't really know what the deal with the Barco salary still being there is because he's gone.
0: There are a couple of those on here where it looks like there's still some payments maybe going out, but because they're not rostered, it's not such a huge deal. I don't really know. Yeah, the, yeah, That's, that's also Almada
1: on like two point three million is like. Oh, I know. P- potentially very interesting in terms of the clubs he can move to, because I think this is a thing people don't really consider: is MLS actually pays very well globally. Mm-hmm. Um, like where, whatever, if you want to say MLS is a top ten league or whatever, but they're probably like a top six league in terms of salaries for players at that level um so like if i look at it for almada like people are like oh we could sell to portugal like i think he's a player at this point who is priced out of portugal
0: yeah um, he might yeah. be <laughs> i think uh i'm looking at like etienne here at 676 250 seems pretty high um, I was he, I was kind of thinking about that myself. But he, was but he was a free agent, free, so like, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like,
1: I also just, believe that is the maximum amount he could sign for based on the free agency rules.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And Brooks Lennon at 700k is maybe a little high, but he's been good, so I can't argue too much with that. Like Marcelino at like half a mil. Like overall, like this cap looks a lot better than I kind of expected it to.
1: What, what do you think about Miles Robinson?
0: Yeah, great. I mean you know, it's one of those things where his next contract is probably going to put them in that very awkward situation where they have to decide if they want a DP center back. And that's always uh, uh, in major league soccer. Um, Especially with his injury history. But I mean, for the value they get right now, like 1.4, there's, there's plenty worse on this list. (laughs) We're going to see Rosetto's really high too. Yeah. They got to figure out what to do with him. He's, that's not a guy you want on 650. So uh, yeah, Atlanta, decent cap situation. Lagerway has done a good job there so far, I think, in making that go. Guzan's um, really high for a goalkeeper that's, yeah. But we've, we've known that for a while. That's not news. Um, all right, you guys want to move on to, to the next one? Oh, uh, Louis Abram at 556, and he has barely gotten on the field so far this year. I don't really know what's going on with him. I think he was supposed to be a starter um, and it just hasn't worked out for reasons. Um, yeah, let's go. Let's talk about Austin, a club we were going to talk about. We'll, we'll talk about in depth next time we meet here. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think the biggest use is uh, Driussi is getting
1: paid.
2: <laughs>
1: Man. He's
0: got some baked bread for sure.
1: So you know what I'm curious about actually is, so for, for those who are unaware at least my understanding is the guarantee compensation difference from base salary is the result of bonuses that were earned the prior season.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, because the way they hit the cap, bonuses go on the next year. What is this guy doing to hit $2.2 2 in bonuses?
0: I mean, he was a lot Like of is of goals.
1: It just, is it just all goal bonuses? Is it, it like best it 11?
0: Be. Yeah, it must be just like... Performance. I mean, he had a really like valuable season last year. Like, whether you know <laughs> it matched his underlying numbers or not. Like he was, you know, he put a lot of balls in the net. He made all the end of the season lists, was an MVP short list. Like if he had a good agent that got like a lot of those like performance risers in there, like, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. yeah. And some of those guys,
2: when they're coming into the league, I mean, front offices are are pretty liberal with those, giving those away because I don't think a lot of them think that that's actually going to come to fruition. You know, like how 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 scary is it really that if you give that guy that much money, I mean, he's a DP already, right? So yeah. giving him that much more money, I mean, all it is is incentivizing the fact that he's succeeding and probably your team's succeeding. So what does it really matter at the end like they that you're giving him that type of money?
0: Yeah, so, like, this always happens like with when you see these like fees report, I remember when um an English shocker and uh, when the Anthony Martial signed for United, you know, it was like this huge fee that they touted and they were just very critical of it. It was like, yes, a lot of that was like performance risers that like, if he hits those, you're going to be thrilled to pay <laughs> because he will be winning Ballon d'Ors and stuff like that. Um, You know, in golden boots and, and, and such like that. I like those sorts of like things built into this structure. And it's really hard. I think, um, especially like you said, of course, if they're if they're already DPS, because it's not really affecting your salary that much in the end you your your cap at that point. Yeah, well, and I, I think,
2: think that. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was
1: just gonna say, I think Renato Sanchez, when he went to Bayern, had like the fee was like eighty million, but like thirty million of it was if he ever wins a Ballon d'Or, which is like
0: a crazy yeah. amount. And you're very happy to pay that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if that happens, because like that makes him worth that and more so um otherwise Austin's cap is not too too interesting to me uh or their salary situation here I think like Zarda's is alarming but I think this is the last year of the deal yeah and like we kind of knew that was high Uh, um
1: same thing with Ring and also we'll talk about this more I don't want to talk about Austin too much because we'll talk about them the next time we record but like like just get rid of Ragoni man
0: yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> he scored a couple goals now in the last couple weeks to sort of make it feel like it might be getting better, but it's been a while, and that's a that's a high number in that slot being used there. Pretty I probably. mean,
2: what about Jite Musa?
0: Like, that's that's still hitting. I mean, I'd be kind of interested if he's still hitting the cap. Like, how that all works? Yeah, that's not a great, it's not great value there. Tarek, um, yeah, I mean, this is all fine. This this is not this is a well controlled cap situation, I think, for the most part, because like I said. Austin or Dreese's money isn't coming out of the the cap, so for the most part, good job, good job, Austin. You, you did some good caps there. <laughs> uh, let's Charlotte. go, to Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte. Charlotte is um, a weird one. Uh, Westwood, seven hundred fifty k. That is pricey, but I think he's been pretty decent. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't have too many arguments. I, I'm more like. Eyebrows raised at, like, Shinashiki at half a mil. Oh, I hate that deal so much. Yeah, that seems a bit, bit high. Um, there was a time where he seemed like he would be that kind of player, but also he's in trouble now, so. What's going to do? Nuno uh, Santos, 550K, and he's getting punted down to next pro games. Probably not a great look. Uh, Copetti, like, at 1-1, one, one, that's pretty decent. Nathan uh, Byrne. so competi a weird one to
1: think about because like they paid so much in a fee for him like they paid 7 million on the fee and it's like i don't know if like i don't know i feel like if i'm spending 7 million on a guy i would have expected a lot more in wage contribution
2: Mm -hmm. but like i guess good for them for negotiating a good contract even though he hasn't been that good but couldn't that be on the backside? Like the, like, because they have, and I've seen this on a couple different contracts to where you pay the fee the first few years and then the player gets paid over the time as you're paying off that fee.
1: Well, so the fee, the fee, so the way it works for your budget charge is they amortize the fee. So like for Capetti's budget charge, it would be 1 million salary plus 7 million divided by the length of the contract, which makes him a DP. Um, but in terms of his actual compensation, oh, that's true. Okay, they could have yeah, it as part of a bio. because like
2: it's going to be it's going to. And sorry for interrupting, but I just want to make sure I I, I get this because I I had forgot about that. You it's not like you can front load the fee over the course of the no, first two no, years. It, it, you have to pay it all throughout the entirety of the contract.
3: Yes, that's, it is. That's un, right.
1: It is unrelated it to the payment structure. It is based on the total fee divided by the time. Apparently, there are some somewhat nefarious workarounds that clubs have enacted, but hmm. generally it is uh fee divided by time and that's it. Yeah.
3: Um,
0: overall, they're coming in pretty cheap. I think uh, Swiderski at two, two, that's reasonable, I guess. I mean, it's a DP contract, right? Yeah. So yeah.
2: Uh, you're getting value from him it, it, at this point in time. Anything, anybody you see over the TAM level, yeah. like that's getting that, that that guaranteed compensation above what you would expect for a DP. All you Mm -hmm. have to, all you have to do is basically say, are they worth being paid above that TAM level? It's not, are they worth $7 million? Because to be perfectly honest, there's a lot of players that aren't worth what they're being paid uh, in, in terms of value or, and then there's a lot of players that are being underpaid what their value is worth. The real question is, are you getting your bang for your buck out of those few positions that you can just go and spend money on?
3: Yeah, right. And I mean,
0: yeah, like, and yes, and no. Like, paying someone eight million dollars, even if that's not coming across your salary cap budget, might kind of hamstring your ability to pay someone else more money somewhere down the line. Um, so that that is fair to like question that. I think, but but I think that is the obvious. Like, all fans really need to be like super concerned about is like, how much are they using that charge? Are they using that charge well? Right. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. That's more for them. But speaking of that, we're going to move on to the Chicago Fire and probably the most, uh, ar- arguably, effective. probably the worst contract maybe on this list uh, belongs to Shakiri here, who's going to pull down eight point one million dollars this year and probably shouldn't be in their lineup. And that is um, that is unfortunate. That is an unfortunate thing. <laughs> like, it's really hard to like look past that one uh even though it's just a dp and you know it goes over or whatever like 8 million dollars is coming out of someone's pocket and that's that's probably not feeling too good
1: they their con their cap is like a mess yeah yeah for sure like they have so much of their money tied up in like guys who are maybe not that good uh, like even like like Sukay is like the guy's like, you just paid, you just signed him. He's like 32, and he's making so much money. They uh-huh. have players making multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars that I've literally never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, I, Alonzo Aceves is a brand new name to me that has never appeared, but I watched their game this weekend. I don't even, yeah. know, I, don't, I have, I have no, I, I worry, I worry for them organizationally
0: yeah this just kind of shows that there really does we talked about it a little bit last week that they could use just like a a clean slate on a lot of this stuff and you know try again Um,
2: it it would be really interesting to know like how many years that they're they're obligated to some of these contracts right uh some of that information is not released uh in (laughs) press releases even though it supposed to be and so it'd be really good to know like how much they're really on the hook for and you know kind of give a give you a rough estimate of okay no they really have a lot of this tied up or maybe they can just they can look at like five of these contracts that are just absolutely trash and they can dump them at the beginning of next year and oh my goodness now they have this whole budget they can play with next year um, it, it all we can say is look right now it's not good. And we really don't have any inclination on whether or not it's going to get better next year or is this going to be a two-year project, three-year project, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Let's look at uh, Colorado. Uh, Colorado is a team that we don't think of as a big money team. And uh, for good reason, there's not a lot of um, super high wage earners here. Uh, Obviously, Cabral at 1.8 is a little bit. Still waiting on that guy to come through and kind of, I don't know. (laughs) A lot of teams want to, yeah, just good agent, that guy, I guess. Uh, I think he'd be a perfectly fine player at like, I don't know, 400, 500 K. But at 1.8, that's, that's a little rough. Um,
1: Colorado have
0: so many guys. Just so many guys, like there
1: are like so many players making between like three and eight hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Just their middle point, like their middle part of that that budget is just so weird. Like Brian Galvin is making three hundred sixty five thousand dollars. Brian
1: Galvin with his judo throw this weekend.
0: I know it's pretty good. That was that was worth hundred k right there, in my opinion. Just, uh, so,
1: just like so, just like so many, like Valencia, they. The, I don't know, whatever, they traded for and, like, it was a very heavily incentivized GAM trade. Like, low base
0: amount, lots of incentives. But again, right. like,
1: they have just so many players.
0: Like, prior Jack Price at 762, kind of 8, 825. I guess you want to look at the, the guaranteed number. Like, yeah, that's it's maybe not great, but he's been a big part of their team. I mean, like, until he got injured, like, that was a
1: I I don't hate I don't hate like yeah that seems fine to me like I I yeah my my objection is is less like I don't think any of these contracts are like grenades or yeah unmovable or anything like that like I just think they have a lot of players and I'm like like I thought I thought Jonathan Lewis was for sure getting moved for the season when they were like mm. we're gonna just keep adding players to the team <laughs> and I was like okay like is he gonna play. And then they've had enough injuries that he has. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't know.
2: He's he's on a nice little wage too. Uh, that's four, four really, 10 for I'd do that for sure. That's you know, that's that's an accessible like move for a lot of teams. Like if there's anybody, and yeah, he's kind of had a, maybe not the ceiling that I think a lot of us expected, but it's not as if he's not a bad player. Uh, he's a very interesting player. Uh, there's that word, but, buzzword um i think he is uh at least an average winger in this league
0: yeah I share that
2: 410 that's 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 a 12th player 13th player off your bench right
0: so um yeah there's not much to say about the Colorado rapids budget situation. It is what it is. I mean the nice thing about the Colorado Rapids budget situation is the same that it always is, which is that it's pretty easy to turn players over if you need to. Um and you know they haven't really committed to anybody in a while with that significant remember Skelshin gazi That'd be a great remember that guy. I like Skelshin gazi Well,
1: remember his free kick in the playoffs? Yeah, so good man. Yeah, he was
0: so good at free kicks. He was really good at free kicks. He looked like a vampire too. I like that guy. He kind All right. of did look like a vampire. Yeah. He really looked like a vampire. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to Columbus Crew. Uh, obviously, the headliner here is Elorriano, and fair enough. That's that's yeah. He's has been really pay, good this year. Yeah, you're going to pay that for that kind of player in that position.
1: Yaya yeah, Boa and Eli Room contracts are and
0: are really bad. Yeah, you don't want to see Eli Room. I, I think Room is up this year though. Yeah, Aiden Morris at 200K is looking real nice. His next contract is going to obviously be a lot more than that. Mo, Mo Farsi on league
1: minimum is such good value. I love the Amonson trade for them as well. The mm-hmm.
2: 300K is so low salary for a starting caliber wing back. I want to know what you guys think about the Nagby
0: 1.8. It's a lot. They were paying up front, like they signed it. You knew you were going to have a couple of years of this. Of you know, I think you brought him in knowing that. Towards the end of that deal, you aren't gonna be getting great value out of it. So,
1: so we well, I'll bring this up again when we get to TFC, but Bradley signed a similar deal where he was Max Tam for three years or four years, and then there was a secret fifth year they didn't tell anyone about. Uh that isn't Max Tam, and I'll save the number for when we get there. So I'm very curious to see if Nagby has something similar. If he has like a de escalator when yeah. for later years.
0: Uh, Kevin Molino has just never paid dividends, which is unfortunate. He's a great player, but he's just never been healthy. That's kind
2: of what I was thinking of when I talked about Jonathan Lewis coming off the bench and stuff. Molino, uh, that's really what they, they paid him for, right? Was they paid him a lot of money to come in in the
0: 70th or 65th minute and just, you know, do crap. Right. I mean, I think when they bought him, they wanted him to be like a player and they paid him, you know, 750 K a year. It just hasn't worked out. <laughs> yeah, but
2: <laughs> like when it's... they bought him, they, they had three wingers. I al- they already had three wingers. And... They were
0: coming off that. That was coming off their cup season, right? Like, yes. I think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Wow. That's where Evan Bush found up. I didn't even realize that. Um. Yeah. All right. We got to keep moving on here. DC United. They have a huge salary outlay. Um. Like you look at like the team totals they came in like third. Uh ben Teke, obviously kind of your headliner here at four two five. That is a that is a heavy, heavy price tag for him. But he's been he's been good. Like I mean, is he worth that? I don't know. Um Dahomey for nine hundred K is one of the worst contracts in the league, I think. Yeah, they're still paying Ravel Morrison eight hundred and fifty K. I think it's funny that they willingly took that contract. They willingly took it. They I,
1: lost I, that
2: I, so badly.
1: Yeah, I think Vancouver might be holding on to some of the wages for it. I would I can't hope remember. so,
2: yeah. I mean, maybe I, I, wouldn't hope, I, know, I would have to don't
1: think even, that. I don't even know why you would go out and get him. He's not good.
0: Derek Williams at 800K, too. That is Holy cow. Yeah. That's one of the bad ones. You don't want that contract on your books. Uh, Tyus Cleach has actually been pretty good. Solid player. Um I got, no, I got no issues with that. Phone toss at 1.7, that's reasonable enough, I suppose. Uh yeah, you know, you just get these mid guys like it's always these kind of like league veteran guys like Kano's here, like at 575, where you're kind of going, yeah, okay, burn bomb at 815k. That's a lot the, dude.
1: I think the worst, like the worst archetype of MLS contract is like the burn bomb one. Where yeah. like you've been quite good for a long time and then your last deal comes at, like, 29 or 30. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you know, like, we can talk ourselves into paying you a high TAM amount, and then by the time they're 33, it's like, oh, my God, this is a albatross this. on our roster.
0: Yeah. Uh, moving on to Cincinnati. Uh, it's pretty – I think it's a decent cap situation here. They're obviously moving Brenner, I think is there Brennan Vasquez, what a contract. Yeah, boy, that's the – it's, uh, you build dreams on a contract like that. Uh Kubo is an unfortunate. I can't believe he's still there, but I guess. Yuya Kubo, top three goals. Three goals, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Dominic Baji still. Uh, Hagland at 175K is an awesome contract. That's an awesome contract.
1: Especially because they negotiated that down.
0: His contract yeah. was higher before. That's such a good contract. Love that for them. Barry All at 300K is fantastic. Yeah. Um I think when you look at real, I think <laughs> when we look at good teams you're going to see this a lot like yeah good good work guys like I like this cap I like this this budget sheet for them.
1: Your uh, mascara on loan from Wolves too 600k yeah. okay. just covering it's his been, wage
0: pretty nice fantastic for them.
2: Miaska at 1.5 though it's a lot. Well, like, that that's that It's a so, lot but
1: you you can get away with it because like your cap situation is so clean elsewhere.
3: Mm-hmm. you can get
2: away with it for the, the short term. I wonder how many years they're really obligated because they can't keep him and Kubo there at the same time. I mean, that's, yeah, but that's a Kubo. lot of...
1: I think Kubo's Kubo. done. Like, I think his contract's yeah, up can.
2: and won't come back.
1: Yeah, but me, because just like, like, Max Tam isn't 1.5 anymore. It's 1.625 now. Right, and like the, yeah. And, like, the cap goes up another... The cap basically goes up, like, $300,000 every year for the next... Three years or something like that. And yeah. So my like value that. goes up accordingly. So, like, this contract will age well, I think, given he's that's fair.
0: That's quite fair. good. And peak age. Yeah. Um, FC Dallas here. Uh, you know, this is there's some mm, in here for sure. Kundo on at 836. Uh, Velasco at 1.2. I mean, he's young. He's more of an investment, I think, than than anything. I think you're paying that to sell him eventually um, and reap a profit. I don't know if they're going to get quite what they hope they for, but he's been, he's been decent. I can't, I can't get too mad at that. Ferrer at one six is very nice. Pomichael. Jimenez is gross. That's gross, but, but, but we don't know how much of that they're actually paying.
1: They're paying. Um, I think it reported actually. that it is exactly half.
0: Okay. That's, that's, the other half. It's, it's not great. But it's not, not terrible then. Two teams kind of have to eat that one. <laughs> um, he was really good for Toronto for like the first two or yeah, three months.
1: Yeah, like nine games. I think he scored like seven goals last year, but he scored five of them in the first eight or nine games.
0: <laughs> yeah. Awful. Uh awful. it almost a million. I don't have any problem with that. I think uh, their cap know, is fine. That. They just have like some players who aren't that good, but they're not yeah. immovable. Yeah. This is a not that interesting cap, but pretty good pretty good Pom- uh yeah. Pomichol, yeah that is one at 800k i don't think they're gonna get that big payday for Pomacall that many is, people thought they were
1: can can how old is pomacol
0: now uh he's not super old like i thought he was older than Cause
1: can can they like u 22 U 23
0: he's 23 so, so yeah so
1: you can can't. you can be U no but you can be u 22 if you were 22 at the
0: start of the contract Oh nice, yeah. So like he probably could be putting that then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean he's a guy worth keeping around if you want to pay him that like I don't I don't see any issue with that. Yeah, so
1: like his cap hit on a U twenty two deal would be two hundred thousand dollars. Like, that's
2: okay, that's a pretty
1: good year little I I, I do, little like, to be clear, I don't know if he is U twenty-two, but if he is, that's
0: what it would be. High as a three hundred K, that's fine for a that's good. a nice deal. I think he's quite good. I yeah. he's quite good. Jader O'Brien at three eighty two is a little bit. But you're going to get some of that. All right, uh, moving on to the Houston Dynamo, their neighbors.
1: I like Houston's cap.
0: Yeah, they're pretty clean. I mean, obviously, uh, Sebastian Ferrer has not worked out, um, but I think he's movable um, at this point. So I think that's just kind of a, a bummer for this year, but they're not going to be you know, regretting long-term. Um, Karis Keel at uh, 500K is great. Don't love Corey Baird at 550 but, no, but I think that's yeah. like
1: value for what he is. Like, I don't think you're getting away with that. But that's one that maybe if like somebody convinces themselves to buy on, you might look
0: at moving. Teenage Debbie at one one, one two. He's mm. not bad. He's a U twenty two player yeah. too. So I can talk myself into that one.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Same defense and has been solid this year too, so I I, I have a hard time picking it he, there. He's on the plus side of G plus. He's on the he's on the plus side of a lot of different metrics. I, you know, yeah, he's probably not going to be worth a whole lot down the down the road. You're not going to get a huge return on investment for what mm-hmm. they did to bring him in, but it's it's fine. I
0: I'm okay with it. Yeah, and you got uh, obviously Herrera is your big money maker here, and I think you have to take into account that a lot of that was hoping to drive fan interest and. Such like that. And, well, and he's been yeah. really good. He was he's like been G great, great. But, yeah. for a bit. I yeah. don't yeah, think he needs...
2: he's third right now in G Plus standings. I yeah. think it's, it's great. I think it's out. And I'm
1: just googling to make sure it's out before I leave something. Yeah, Hedebe's season is done. He broke his leg last week.
0: So Ah, okay. That's, that's not ideal. Yeah. Uh so yeah, Houston Dynamo, you know, not I a, think. Not a huge I think this is team. the right so, path.
1: Yeah. I think this is the right path for a team who was yeah. like really bad. Let's get younger, let's get all the chunk money off of our books and we'll go from there and build. And so
0: nice. All right. Now not doing so good. Inter Miami here. Uh real problems here with obviously Pizarro is the the main eyesore at three point three million dollars a year just has not been that player by any metric. Uh Joseph at four three oh, wow. still time on that one to come good, but that's that is that is real pricey. I did not notice that one scrolling
1: through earlier. The yeah, you day. don't
0: like to see that. LGP at 900K. Um, that's interesting. Um, uh, you know, Gregory at 725. That's fine. He's great. I really like that, too. Yeah. cabana um, at 600, too. Delightful. Not bad there. Uh, 825 for Yedlin. That was, a, that was probably an overpay.
3: Yeah, the um, old
1: fullback, I don't know.
3: Like, same yeah. with...
0: Um,
1: I, Sometimes I honestly haven't looked at Nashville. I'm very curious to see what Shaq Moore yeah. is getting
0: paid. Quarantine John, seven twenty. Campana. That's I mean Capona, if he can
2: get healthy and get in shape and stuff, that could be a hell of a deal. You know, you know Calendar, what i will say though?
1: Yeah. Given given like think about where this club was literally a year ago. Yeah. Oh, for sure. This is pretty clean comparatively.
0: Yeah. And that's until they add Messi, it's you know, two hundred and fifty million a year. <laughs> Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening, guys. It's not happening. Uh, Drake calendar at 300K. That's good. It's good base for him. He's he's played well. Yeah. Inner Miami could use some work, but overall, it's it's not not as bad as I think I thought it would be. John Motz at 750. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right. It's fine. Don't it's don't fine. pay. No. 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 No, no. 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 No.
0: No. fine. It's that's fine. 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 That's fine. It's fine. I said it's fine. I literally said it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. All right. LA Galaxy, a team not known for great deals. Y- and we have got some some yikes in here. Uh, on the one hand, Ricky Pooge at 1.7. Somehow that's a thing. Uh, great deal. Uh, on the other hand... There's
1: uh, a couple like really nice deals but there's also a couple absolute clangers
0: yeah i think it's between douglas costa and shakiri for who is the biggest eyesore contract in this league um and it has to go to shakiri just because it's twice as much but douglas costa at four or five is just nowhere approaching value um you know chicharito is expensive but he's been he's been good so i you know he was a marquee kind of signing guy that you bring in Brugman at one two is very fair i love
1: uh, i love Brugman. i love the Delgado contract
0: mm-hmm. But then uh, you just get guys like leered him at 300k like there's got to be better money there
1: so what what i find interesting is uh like mavinga turned down more money to stay in Toronto yeah um and <laughs> he's not happy as it turns out <laughs> yeah clearly he's also not happy now yeah, i really so like happy the, now i really like the yovih number that's like crazy good value
2: i think mm-hmm Especially, are we still, are we still on that train? Because apparently, you know, ninety percent of MLS has jumped off that train.
1: He's been less good this year, but he is still quite good. Yes, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, overall, like F and Alvarez, six fifty, six sixty. Wow. He 70, is. U, 60, I, 50, I'm. Yeah. I think he is U twenty two. Yeah, that's probably fair. That. Um, Kula Bali at four eighty. You know, you don't have any like these. Like, there's some a couple of real clangers here, but there's not as bad as it's looked in the past you know that's no, no. great i this mean is, this is okay you, you look at casaris and Caceres is on a, a,
2: a moderate contract considering like who he who what his background is and yeah. the propensity la galaxy has had in the past to overpay so yeah. i mean that's i mean that's about what you pay for a starting center back in this league i mean yeah that's all
0: fine that's all fine yeah um Let's go to LAFC. Here, our magicians of salary. Uh, Carlos Vela <laughs> three three can't argue with that. I mean, he's done so much for that team. He's going to get paid whatever you you know. Um, Ellie Sanchez one two. That feels yeah, a bit of ooh, a reach to me. Money.
2: That's that's that. Yeah. I mean, he's been very he he's been very solid for and been what they need. So I think that's part of what that overpay is is getting the right uh, archetype. Uh, yeah. a player but at the same time uh yeah that's that's a lot of money to pour into that position
0: this yeah. team is just so good that it's hard to argue with it like any of this like yeah like it's working so i you know like a cost at one point two at one point three seems high to me but again it's working uh Keely at one million flat is okay longer for uh, two million chef's guess. Yeah. we'll take it uh Ryan's hauling head at 550. Yeah, that's great. That's a great time. He's been great for them too. Yeah, it's hard to just criticize any of this. Like they're doing, they're so successful that it, it's hard to just be, I to be re- snippy about this.
1: I really don't like the Aaron Long contract. I think that's way. Oh, yeah, too that was money. a bit much. Um, the other one I find interesting is like Sergi Palencia played like real La Liga minutes and this guy came for no money.
0: Yeah. Like that's I that's bizarre. It, Yeah, and I think, like, going back to Aaron Long real quick, too, like, you got to think, like, you know, Seattle were really hard on him, too. They really wanted him. And, like, they took a look at that number and said, like, we'll try Jackson Reagan out instead. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, it's – that might be kind of high. But, you know, it's Aaron Long. Uh, Kripoe at 350 is great once he gets healthy again. Sifuente's at 465. No, it's all good. They're great. LAFC does good stuff. Uh, We're going to blow by real quickly on just the Major League Soccer – yeah, except for we contracts. need we need to talk about Kenneth Vermeer still being there. Man, Kenneth Vermeer is just making Dom Dwyer. Wow. <laughs> here's a hundred k. Go go to a Braves game. I know that he's like I know he's not happy with that situation. And I don't want to like act like he's resting on his eighty five k laurels, but like that is a incredible salary for doing nothing <laughs> to, to <laughs> like, go on trial with SKC and go on baseball. Yeah, like. That's just not whatever. That's fine. Uh, but, you know, at least he's still pulling something in. So good for Down to Wire, I guess. Uh, Minnesota, Will Trap.
3: I mean, and that's gross.
2: it's been that way for years, though. I mean, at this point in time, people fell in love with Will Trap before it was Will Trap. And then it, yeah, it, it just, they fell in love with the idea. And yeah, that's
0: that's that's sad to see a marriage end like that. Um, Reynoso is back, baby. He is back. The triumphant return, and uh, he's picking $2.1 million. Uh, uh he's be-
2: not making that much, right? Like, how much did they find him? Does that go to the cap? That I, I would be interested. <laughs> Does that go to the cap? Does that free up a DP spot? So in the second half of the season, they can go all in and get messy. So, I have no so
1: idea. in the NBA, I believe if you are like suspended without pay, it doesn't count against your cap. It's
0: interesting. because I, I want to say, like,
1: <laughs> I want to say like a few years ago, there was like a team ducked the tax because a player got a suspension.
0: Yeah. You have to wonder, uh, yeah, I mean it is what it is. Like you, South American high profile ten, like that's just what they're gonna get paid. That's not the worst contract. We'll see. No, no. The,
1: the only Minnesota United thoughts I have is that they're paying Danielle Henry four hundred thousand dollars a year, which is remarkable for a player who has been cut from three MLS teams in the past. Yeah, nine, that is a wild
0: salary. That's a wild salary. Um any Dotson at five hundred K seems high to me. Curvin um, Ariaga, that's good. Kamar
2: Lawrence is much is much like at least yeah. Dotson brings in some value. Kamar Lawrence, like it, like his ship sailed a few years ago. Um, yeah, TFC he's a backup. salary
0: dumped, TFC salary dumped him to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, Minnesota is about where I'd expect him to be considering looking at this like kind of pay sheet here. So there's definitely some work to be done in Minnesota, Montreal. Um, we know this isn't going to be. Too spendy. Um, it's at fine. All. it's yeah, a fine cap.
1: I don't. Nobody I hate eight. on here.
0: Yeah, Kyoto nine. Kyoto cool millions. A good deal. Aaron Herrera's new deal is
1: probably the right spot for him.
0: Yeah. For him, okay. Yeah. I mean, this is just a team that's clearly like no spending. Building... Spending. Yeah, they're just not spending money right now for whatever reason. It's really hard to get in here and thumb my nose at too much of this. Uh, Mason Toy is kind of high. Six hundred K. Wanyama uh, being your only DP at 180. You know, that's actually a pretty decent deal to get him back on because he was
1: paid a lot more last year. Yeah. And they really, like, he was pretty critical to them. So I,
2: I actually, that, that's pretty chill. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got no issues here. Camacho at 500K is a pretty good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's been center back. I mean, he's been decent. Pretty,
1: pretty interesting to pay Camacho 500K, but say, we're not going to pay I know. Miller that much. I
2: probably. know. Yeah.
1: I know. I
0: know. That's so weird. Uh moving on to <laughs> <laughs> moving on to Nashville. Still haven't made sense of that trade this many weeks later, just to check in on that that storyline. Uh, uh Ariel last for two hundred K.
2: Anyways, moving on to the next team.
0: Yeah. Walker Zimmerman obviously pulling in a lot of money for a center back, but he's kind of their guy. He's like their integral. Like other than Mukhtar, you know, he's the other rock of that team. I got no issue with that. Obviously you can't thumb your nose at Mukhtar at three one. Uh, Shaq Moore coming in at eight hundred six thousand. You were wondering about you, that too one. Too much money. Too much money. Love probably it. there. Uh, you know, look at Dax at three hundred k. Like he's that kind of guy you'd expect to have a weird, like 150 k contract. But but he that's I'd pay three hundred k for Dax. Yeah, Dax just wants to hang out with Elliot in the park. That's why yeah, he'll take cool, a pay man. cut. He's cool. Just wants to hang with Elliot. Uh, Daniel Levitz at five hundred k is decent, I think. Um, you think so yeah i think so Uh,
2: it's it's okay it's not it's not great i don't think but i don't think it's bad necessarily he brings the team a very specific player that they are looking for and i think that's what they're overpaying same with sean davis
0: i love sean davis more than just about any player in this league but that is that's pretty high yeah that's that's a lot Um, should hire dreece's agent Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs>
3: so this, so main, I, think, that, I think
1: this is a fat raise from last year too.
0: Yeah, that's the uh, uh that's the takeaway. Um yeah, I mean I got, I got I got nothing too too snarky about Nashville's balance sheet here. Yeah, that's all good. Uh New England. Uh Bobby Wood, four hundred K. What do we think? I uh,
1: like. It's. I mean, hard. for what
0: he's done, like he's. The, this is right.
1: the, this is the thing, right? Like with domestic strikers, the market is not in line with what makes sense. That's that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Well, <laughs> and we kind of, we've
2: kind of talked about that at, at a couple different places, like with Corey Baird, right? Same difference. Yeah, in, guy, in a lot of ways. I, I, like
1: I don't know. I don't know if you guys saw the athletic article, like breaking down some stats about the. um, like some general takeaways and like
0: striker pay is just crazy. And it's league. just out of control. And that's worldwide too. I mean yeah. like that's not. Yeah, it's just that position is so I mean, it makes sense, but
3: Georgia Petrovic, four uh, hundred
1: and fifty K, best contract in the entire league.
0: Best contract in major league soccer right there. Undoubtedly. Uh Vironi at once one eight. That seems a little Wow, Ben Sweat still 250. I mean, considering that he's just been like cut from like three teams for being really <laughs> bad at soccer, it's that's, that's quite a living. Uh, bo Bo Boo, Bo at
1: 2.7 is a lot. I don't I don't. Yeah. I don't jo, Josie's like contract is a disaster, but I think it's h- how much of that they
0: are actually paying is to a be little bit. Questionable. Maybe? Yeah, you can't thumb your nose at Carlos. Uh, he'll here at three three point five. That's whatever. He's their guy. That's great. Uh, Brandon buy at three six eight. It's a fantastic contract. Um, Barrero has been great. Uh, I mean, I'll pay six hundred thirty eight k for him. Obviously, he's out, but um, that's fine. Emma Boateng. I couldn't believe I saw Emma Boateng show up the other day. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot he was over there.
2: Um, almost yeah. over a million dollars between uh, Andrew Farrell and Omar Gonzalez. That's yeah.
0: That's one of, those, one of those. It's not like the other.
2: <laughs> Andrew Farrell has been very solid for them.
0: Yeah. Like I, I, I don't have a problem. Andrew Farrell's part of that, but I have a huge problem with Omar Gonzalez, but I think everybody knew that he was going to be, that that was a contract was a problem. Uh, Farrell has
2: been solid this year, but that's still a lot. to be, like. That's a lot to invest and say, Hey, you're going to be our center, our starting center back. Uh, and, realistically like year over year what it's every other year he's had a leg injury of some kind for the past five, six years. Uh, It just, it's, it's a lot of money to invest. And for both of those players to consistently have injuries and to invest that much money into both of them. Like, yeah. Okay. He, one side of the gamble paid off. I agree with you. He's not been bad this year. Like he's been above average in a lot of different metrics, but like, overall that's a lot of money to to
0: gamble away so maybe the most thing sorry we got i'm just trying to uh like gustavo Bo here at two six what do you guys think about that one
1: too much but i think he's done like i don't
0: think he'll be brought back after this year yeah you know, most... he hasn't he hasn't played a ton but when he's played he's been very good this year I mean, just looking at his percentiles here, like he. I think this produce. is. I think That's this is kind too much of, money. Yeah. I think this For, is kind of the thing with like strikers as they age, right? Is, yeah.
1: Either they continue to play as much and the numbers decline, or they play much less but the numbers stay. Relative. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that is kind of a weird thing. Um, yeah. Latif blessing. That's fine. Yeah, that's all right. That's a, uh, some some eyebrows there for some of these, but but overall, this is a good team, and it's kind of hard to to be too critical of them because they are succeeding. I mean, Dave Romney is the big one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's such. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's, who would? He, he that's consistently just, that's gets better. A, he's yeah. he's got
0: Zach Scott like uh like disease. Yeah, he's just. What a guy. Uh, <laughs> and just Bruce Rooney is like dream player. Yeah. Uh, so I can see why that got done. Uh, all right. We were looking at NYC earlier today, and we're pretty like impressed. This at least I was overall. Uh, now, a lot of this... It, it, you almost wonder if like they're getting like the if they're getting a discount on some of these guys because they're like oh just think of the exposure you'll get you know like playing for CFG team like you could be in the man you know I, I don't know how they do it but for a team that you think of as like having like completely like incomparable spending power to any other kind of group in the yeah. league you, you know what like,
1: though they're pretty cheap <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty yeah. cheap and they have kind of like very quietly. Not gutted, but like kind of gutted their roster. Like, there are no vets on this team. Yeah. They're very young. Like, Sean, they could have brought Sean Johnson back. But they didn't. That's a huge earner off of your books. They didn't mm-hmm. bring the center backs back. Uh, like, they're, they skew the. He's still there, I think, right?
0: Like, he's. Maybe. Yeah. But he's not that, he's not that high an earner. He's not bad. Yeah. He's had a fun. He's been good. Like, this whole thing. A like, guy I always wonder about is. Like, I was just like Acevedo, man. What is going on with him? I love Katra. I
1: think they sent him away, though.
0: Is he where is he right now?
1: I want to say they maybe loaned him out.
0: I like Katra, he is though. at Bahia now. That's right. Yeah. Okay. That's why I haven't seen him this year. I'm an MLS expert, apparently. Um, but you look at like Talis Magnum for one-one. Goodness gracious, that's <laughs> what a deal. They were paying Tati one-one as well. Like, come on. Yeah, they've done well. I'm like pretty curious to see what
1: they do with what looks to me like a reasonable amount of roster room.
0: Yep, Keaton Parks at five five—that's really decent, 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 decent team. Uh, Red Bulls, Dante Van Zaire, one point four. He will be returning once he served his racism suspension. Um, which I don't know when that's up. Probably is already up, actually. Well, i have to look into that. Uh, you know, whatever. We'll have to see how he plays. Um, John Tolkien at 4-3. That's fine. I could probably sell him at some point, too. I have, like, exceedingly few thoughts
1: about the Red Bulls. I don't yeah, know. this fun. is just
0: kind of like the roster sheet I expect from them, where it's just got a lot of sort of kind of guys on it, and sometimes it all comes together, and sometimes it doesn't, and right now it just feels like it doesn't. Same with Orlando. Um,
1: like, I don't, I look at Orlando, and like, nobody stands out as like a really bad contract to me. Well, nobody stands
0: out as... what's his face? The Their, their striker. Kara. Um, yeah, Kara, that's a bit. Yeah, it's like, a but it's what it, This
1: is the thing with DPS, though. Is like, if it is, unless your owner is a broke boy, like whether it's one point eight million or ten million, is somewhat inconsequential.
0: Yeah. Um, just how good is their agent, basically?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I like I look at them and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Most of the team, I'm fine with their contracts. His is probably a bit high. And I, th- I actually I don't think there's anybody who stands out to me as like really good value for them.
0: Um, you know, Duncan McGuire could prove to be, don't how long that contract lasts, and we'll just have to see how he develops if he's as good as the hype. Uh, Antonio Carlos is pretty pretty spendy at nine twenty five. Yeah, it is what it is. Again, not a lot to say about Orlando. Philadelphia, our our uh, our, our money ball quote unquote team here. And, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. It is, it, it is quietly, like... It's a good, it's a good team for
3: a good yeah, price. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't really know to say.
1: It's also quietly interesting, like, how much they've shed salary. Like, moving yeah. off of Sergio Santos, and then you add... Um, Casper. Yeah, Shuriko. like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm... Yeah, yeah, getting rid of Shabilko as well. I don't know. I, I'm like I feel like I'm waiting for them to like make the move that's gonna get them to win things instead of just being competitive for things. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't come yet. And like I look at the cap and I'm like, Okay, well you, you added Joaquin Torres for Montreal for way less salary than Sergio Santos to be your backup attacker. Like is that money gonna come back or is this just you're spending less? You know, they could probably get a
0: haul for Jack Elliott. And, like, he doesn't quite fit their wage wage profile. I mean, I think he's probably as close to worth it, you know, for a CB at, like, 800K as there is. But, like, that doesn't really fit in a ton with their wage structure. So I wonder if that's going to, how long that's going to last. Yeah, I wonder if, like, a championship
1: team would, like, pay you $5 million for him or something.
0: Somebody would trade for him so they can give you a ton in return as well, I think. Um, yeah, I don't I don't
1: know if there's like I feel like this is the same problem as
0: um as
1: the LAFC strike Arango. A, mm-hmm. where, like they're too good to trade for, like you right. you, can't, you cannot trade enough money. And this is where they talk about like the in league like just regular transfer market.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh Portland Timbers
3: uh it's
0: fine. Mostly fine. Uh, Blanco obviously is kind of probably towards the end of that deal. Um, You know, just health, unfortunately, for him. Chara only making six fifty eight. He's he he keeps giving. He's still a solid player. Evander so far has been kind of a bust, but you know that might be a thing in a year. We kind of laugh at ourselves for you know criticizing that. Um, five
1: hundred K to say things suck and not play.
0: I mean. uh <laughs> zoo park feels pretty high at almost a million I was never a fan of that one uh Nias goda yeah that's a bad contract there at 1 million yeah but
2: you know Felipe Mora at just over 300k I mean I know that he's had some injuries and stuff but when he gets on that field he's he's absolutely uh an impact player I think that's a really great kind of uh a, a kind of a good Half pay, although I kind of criticize New England for kind of doing the same thing. So what am I saying at yeah. time? I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah. So RSL love
1: this cap. It's so yeah. clean.
0: It's very clean. I'm
1: surprised. I don't know what yeah. I was expecting.
0: I think I expected it to be kind of a cluster or a disaster of sorts. But...
1: <laughs> yeah. You, a you're a cluster disaster.
0: Oh yeah. Well, I almost said a bad word. But I didn't because I'm a professional broadcaster.
2: <laughs> You're okay with Rubio Rubine at seven hundred K?
0: I don't love it, but given everything else, like it's not
2: Yeah, look at
1: the rest I of I mean the... I
0: feel like the locker room's gonna be more mad about that than than an outside viewer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like Saverino's at a good number, Vera's at a decent number, Anderson Julio's at a nice number, your boy Danny Masofsky's at a nice number. Yeah. Zach McMath yeah. probably a little bit overpaid. Like I think you can get a much better goalkeeper for that salary. That's probably the one that I would win.
3: Yeah.
0: That. How about the resurgent San Jose earthquakes folks resurgent team, the hot, the hot team media I quite, darlings. I
1: quite like those as well. Like, yeah, I was more into the Jamiro Montero acquisition. Another one that Philly moved when he wanted more money. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was more into that than most people do. And like, I don't love this number at this point.
0: Yeah, but it's working.
1: Grazer edition so is nice.
0: You have V say at nine hundred K. I mean,
1: for a striker, for a domestic station? strikers, quite as much as he does. I think that's the reality yeah. at this point. It's good. That's going
0: to be fine. Jonathan Minsa at one point one is a little
2: bit. Yeah, it's a little bit heavy. Out. I, I kind of wonder how much maybe Columbus might uh, be taking some of that on the back end, or if they're if that's all of the number that San Jose is inheriting. That would get. be kind of interesting.
1: I think they're also in a weird spot with uh, Natan <laughs> going down with the injury. That's
0: true. Yeah. That's true. Well, and this, you know, on the other half, like Rodriguez is kind of expensive, but he's been really, really good. So, yeah, I can't criticize yeah. too much about this. I mean, I like Acapo, too.
1: Um, that's maybe a little spendy, but I, I like The, the Espinosa number is unreal, too. Like, Espinosa
2: that's, that's, and Ibo say, both of them together. Like, yeah. that's, that's es- just, an amazing two
0: uh yeah espinosa at one two has got to be one of the best looking contracts in the league right now
1: yeah i Uh, think over over like the past five years or something he's like third in total g plus generated or something crazy like that
3: mm -hmm, mm uh
1: we've got
0: seattle sounders uh you know like this is a weird situation um Overall, I think this is pretty decent. You know, they've got a lot of kind of like Haver it one at one million flat. That's mm, I liked it when they did it. it. It I liked it for the first two games of the season a lot more, and uh, you know, but given that. Their other, like, I would say honestly, like their most problematic contract. Other than that, is Rafael Diaz, who is getting three million and just has just not been able to stay healthy for basically two two and a half years now. Um, like, and he's a great player, obviously, but you know, at some point, you gotta like that's a lot for.
2: Yeah, but what he does for your for your youth and what he the leadership and and mentorship that he provides with those kids that have been transitioning. I mean, he's been vital to that, uh, yeah, to that organization yeah, yeah. leadership. Yeah. I have a, uh, honestly, I know people, I, I keep getting kicked mm. for the, well, I said a bad word. We all, mm. Oh, I couldn't, I couldn't be the professional. <laughs> you are uh, mm. Mm. De- demerits demerits. Rusniak Rusniak. Uh, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get canned for this take, but it's just Rusniak. Um, one point eight, almost one point nine is a lot. Really I, sure? I disagree. I, 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 kinda <laughs> Solid. Wonder, I kinda
1: wonder at what point this team is gonna hit like the wall like, we have too many guys making too much money and we need to reset. Yeah. Like cause Morris and Roland you're not gonna move on from. But like Yeah, they're
0: they're lifers.
1: But like Rushnag, Ruy Diaz, uh
0: Ladero, uh,
1: yeah
0: dare you gotta make. You gotta come up with some. Uh, you're gonna have. To, he's gonna have to take a pay cut or move on. Even for, um, even
1: Fry, like I think Fry is probably overpaid at 650 at this point.
0: At this point, yeah, you're paying him for his his better years a few years ago. Uh, on the the plus side, um, Jackson Reagan at 85k is looking real nice. Um, I think
1: Jordan Morris at 1.5 is amazing value.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can't argue with that. Chew at almost Chew at five five is. I mean, because he's a U twenty two guy. I guess it doesn't matter, but I'm no. probably not thrilled with that, even with the good games. Uh, Seattle just have this weird like situation where they have like a lot of old guys and a lot of like really young guys, and um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they transition from this this like trio of of uh, Ladero, Rusnak, and um, Diaz and when that's going to actually take place. They
2: need more of those young players, those uh, those young ones that they keep, you know, Reed Baker Whiting, you know, to step up and, you know, uh, oh, they're Sissoko. Sell, like, those Sissoko. Guys are get,
0: yeah, those guys are going to get sold. Like, not Sissoko, but Baker Whiting's probably going to get sold.
2: I mean, abroad. maybe. I, I mean, if that's the case, that that's the case. You know, I keep hearing yeah. that, but I feel like that's been the case for... Th- two three years maybe I'm, maybe i'm exaggerating uh, uh, uh but not yeah, for effect but i don't think I've, so i think I've,
0: it's mostly been the last like year year and a half and okay like, i know we, i know
2: years. we went on lot uh, on yeah. loan for a long t- uh, long spell last year um it was more of a training loan than anything but yeah, at the same time i feel like you have to either graduate those players into your first team and they have to start effectually giving you minutes or yeah, you have to find ways to, like you know, what they did with uh, Daniel Le- Leva to where they're, they're, they're selling them off to other teams that can utilize those talents. Right.
3: Yeah.
0: I mean, they loaned him, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, but- I thought
2: there was a, there was a purchase in there.
0: No, there's very much not a purchase in that
2: one. Oh, okay.
3: He's, he's I th-
1: coming back. I think, I think one of the difficult things, especially with teams who have like the young and old, like, like bimodal roster distribution is like, at some point you have to create cap room to pay these guys if you want to keep them. Yeah. otherwise you're like forcing below value sales to your yeah. or, or trades or whatever.
0: Yeah all right we're winding down here. let's uh SKc uh, Kyrie Shelton 625 awful awful contract um, the all like every
1: contract in here is negative value except for the guys making league minimum.
0: This is just a terrible balance sheet. Um, except for, I don't know. I don't mind Eric Tommy at, at that price point. He's been good. I think you surround him with a better team. You see more value there. They're um, spending they add... nine
1: hundred and eighty thousand dollars on three on goalkeepers.
0: It's just a weird, weird team. Yeah, Timilia—that's an eyesore. Like Timilia
1: is fine, but then they spend three hundred k across two guys to be backups. Like I just don't.
0: Yeah. Just There's a lot of them. There's just a lot
1: of bad contracts. <laughs> well, the new Fontes deal is okay, at least. It's like half of yeah. what it was before. No more Fontes yeah. as a DP and trivia questions.
0: Remy Walter. Eh. Yeah, not great. But, oh, you know, no we, we know that. Uh, St. Louis. Designated oh, actually, team. I will say, a Godhead contract is quite nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they can get him healthy and back to anywhere near his end of the season form, that'll look really good. Uh, designated team, St. Louis. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> they, they promised they weren't going to spend a lot, and they did not. And they're doing okay. I got, I got no complaints here.
1: Berkey, too much. Too yeah, much he's been good, but much. too
0: much money. Toronto, boy, oh, oh boy. God, lots of questions here. Uh, Siegel roasted 768k. Toronto paid... learned their lesson about central defenders.
1: They paid a transfer fee for him when his contract was expiring in June. And they're like, no, we need him now. And he stinks. It's not great. <laughs> Another he's, team he's... spending $230,000 on backup goalkeepers, neither of whom are homegrown. Why? Petretta, yep. the highest paid left back in the whole league. And he is indistinguishable from Luca Petrasso last year, who they dumped to Orlando. Yeah. Also, uh... this time, I'm happy with his extension
0: bernardashi it's fine Too Start probably player, too for much
1: for sure. it hasn't been that
0: good uh insigne so this is what
1: i'm curious about too much so it's it's too much yes because it's whatever but tfc have effectively unlimited budget so it doesn't really matter what i'm curious about is everybody reported the salary 15 million 15 million 15 million last year reported 15 million in yeah the, in the or 14 million in the budget thing now 7.5. So what I'm wondering is if it was just a huge signing on fee was part of
0: that must deal. have deal, and it. it's always yeah. been 7.5. Yeah, I think that might be the deal. I was wondering about that too, and I was like, oh, or was I way off base there? Um, obviously Toronto's spending just tons of money and not getting the results. so this is just a, a really gross balance sheet
1: hedges is fine diamante is way too much uh bradley this is the secret extension at 615 when he's been making 1.5 so that i'm actually quite fine with that one
0: all right let's finish up with vancouver and it's whatever <laughs> actually quite clean they're like not paying yeah bad solid players. yeah I, I like most of this stuff here uh ranko vaselinovich wow it is what it is. Russell Tiver, man, still making that money. Yeah,
1: that's the worst one. That's the 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 really bad one. The rest are fine though. Like
0: Schultz, is decent.
1: Yeah, Schultz is nice value. Laborda is probably a little bit overpaid, but Gressel, great contract. Gold is good. Probably not that much money, but still good. Cubas
0: is yep. great. I'm cool with it. Sebastian Barhalter, 160k. <laughs> Kyle Alexandra as well. Bester looks looks nice at seventy k. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That is the major league soccer salaries. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think I think my overall takeaway on this is just sort of uh, MLS is weird because you see these teams like at the top of the wage bill, and they're generally not always very good, right? <laughs> like it, it doesn't i don't know what the, what that is you don't see that too much in other leagues where you see like these top top like there, you see this example of like teams that have just gone completely out of control and lost focus and just like scattershot spent way too much money on a lot of different things they don't need and so like that can result in some instability that causes some problems um but in mls it's pretty it's pretty stark that we've seen like toronto be this clubs flashy for so much and kind of do bad atlanta was always high and weren't really like living up to expectations and i don't know what do you guys think about that like just overall mls teams are extraordinarily bad at spending money is my number one takeaway
1: um and it is no surprise to me that we look at the analytics survey that we talked about last time and the teams who are trusting their analytics staff and empowering them to do stuff. Like we look at Houston and we're like, uh-huh. yeah, their cap sheet's fine. And you look at Houston like 18 months ago it was a disaster. Like clearly Ravi and co have had some input already there. You look at Atlanta who like logger way, clearly values some analytical stuff. It's uh it's a nice, uh, a nice thing to see, but I do think there's a long way to go in terms of improving general spending
2: how much do you the north yeah, of the cool. how much Kiian do do you kind of uh, attribute that to trusting your analytical staff and also having kind of a seat at the global table to where you can approach uh, a gluttony of, of free agents versus um, really being reduced to the amount of agents and, and individuals that you can really deal with?
1: uh that's a good question i don't know i i don't know how to weigh those things out and it's also very some mls teams recruiting practices are quite opaque to me i think like there's a lot of, like the la galaxy said greg Vanny went there and he's like we have one scout and they're like we're gonna have an analytics department and then they don't so it's like what are they doing to find players are they just taking agent offers are they going at people. Like probably like, this this is this is a stupid thing, but like you've heard of people who start up these like um like consortiums and stuff to buy clubs and they're like we have it's a hard time finding the phone number of the agent of the player in Croatia that you want. Like that's a real that's a real yeah. hurdle. Um so I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that question is. I do think most teams are getting better at spending money. I still think we are bad at it but there's runway forward.
3: I just... Well, I,
0: Go ahead.
2: Uh, I just was going to say, I, I think there becomes more value. I know that there's been a real anti-bringing in European uh, individuals uh, as front office figureheads, but I think that reach back into other markets definitely would help. And I think that that's something, in addition, that we continue to campaign to see analytics staffs grow. I think increasing your staff... Uh, Of um, foreign contacts would be something that would be really beneficial to teams as they continue to spread out, not just to uh, develop your domestic level players, but also uh, to know what you're really investing in when you acquire a player from South America or even, you know, Western or Eastern Europe, right? Having more knowledge. It just seems like having, being able to find that guy from Croatia's agent, right? Having somebody that can call a few people and make those connections, you know, it it sounds really stupid to, to hire someone for that reason. Until and, and you're, you know, paying millions of dollars to try to, you know, badly sign players.
0: <laughs> all right, folks. Fifteen minute trivia, speed round trivia. Yeah,
2: these are speedy. The,
1: I, you guys are going to get them all.
0: All right, let's do it. Okay, well, Harrison clear. won last week. He broke my streak, I believe. Or did, did we tie? I, I, I think you remember. tied,
1: but we'll go. It was a
0: moral victory for Harrison. Six questions.
1: All have something to do with salary slash roster designations and i think they're all quite gettable so harrison i'll let you lead off pick your number one to six let's go four okay um so the average mls player in the 2023 roster drop makes close to five hundred thousand dollars how many players make over three million this is the over under one so ian you can set the line and harrison you can
0: just say over or under Ian. Can set the li- I'm sorry, i sorry. Oh, I set the line. Yeah. Uh, How many
1: players making over $3 million? Uh,
0: 15. Under.
1: Okay. Unfortunately, the answer is over.
0: Really? There's okay.
1: 17. 17. Damn. Wow. Mm. wow. righty, Ian, you are up.
0: Give uh, me question one.
1: Perfect. So... Uh, the MLS salary drop, I didn't know this, goes all the way back to 2007, which is quite cool. Um, okay. So I was looking at those original drops, and the league's top earner in 2007 was David Beckham by a very large margin, mm-hmm. making like $6.5 million. I want you to name any one of the next three highest earners in 2007.
0: In 2007? Mm-hmm. Uh, Landon
1: Donovan. That is incorrect. Harrison, what would you like to steal? He was fifth.
2: Oh, boy. Uh, Jiminy Cricket. And uh, no, I can't name uh, a single person from 2007 off the top of my head right now. Uh, Yeah, no. Uh, Uh,
1: Go ahead. No, no, no. If you have a name, drop it
2: uh i i i I, for it it came and then it went i was thinking of the the player down in uh florida that uh went up played in new york had all sorts scored tons of goals had paid a lot for that played briefly with the revolution can't remember the name but there you go
0: can i can i not for points but can i try to redeem myself yes i gotta try is it blanco was he he blanco was second yeah, two point five
1: million. Sure Third was Juan Pablo in Hell, one point five million. Ah, yes. And, oh goodness. And fourth was fan favorite Claudio Reyna, and then Landon Donovan was fifth. Ah, well, we okay. were
2: close. We were close.
1: Okay, uh, I think Harrison, you are back up.
2: All right, uh, give me uh, what did what number did you take, Ian? I have one. All right, give me six.
1: Okay. Uh, question number six because of the salary cap and dp spending mls can sometimes be like a weird league in terms of spending and performance so what i did was i looked at g plus difference per million dollars in guaranteed spend for the entire asa data set 2013 to 2022. um i want you to name any one just one of the top five teams in g plus difference per dollar spent so i need a team and a season
2: A team and a season, not just overall. No, you
1: got to give me no. You got to give me the year that they killed it.
2: Uh, I would say twenty twenty one Philadelphia Union or twenty twenty two
0: Philadelphia Union.
1: That is a good guess, but is incorrect. Ian, would you like to steal? Okay. Interesting. So you got to think. You got to balance high G plus difference, low salary spend.
0: Okay. Wow, that is a a hard one. Because Philadelphia was my guess. I don't know what to do now. Uh, (laughs) It felt like that was the easy slam dunk. Yeah, I'm even going to cheat. I'm going to say, give me 2020 Columbus Crew.
1: That is unfortunately incorrect. Mm. Um, The Union 2022 are like 20th on my list wow uh, the okay. top five in order are it's red gotta be a red bull red right? bull 2015 yeah, when they lost the conference finals but won supportive shield yeah skc 2013 when they won the cup uh the fc dallas team who won the shield in 2016 oh that's uh, right. and then the galaxy in
2: 13 and 14
1: incredible uh, the galaxy is- Yeah, I think those are the teams with, like, Landon Donovan and Robinson. Yeah, they just must
2: have overperformed so
1: greatly. that Yeah, they just crushed it. All right, what what numbers I got left? Uh, Five, three, and two. Give me two. Okay. Uh, Dominating the salary rankings every year are always designated players. Which (laughs) nation has had the most designated players in the history of the league? Uh, Argentina. That is correct.
0: Two-nil to Mr. Lamberson.
1: Uh, Harrison, you can pull it back here. Uh, let go
3: five.
1: If, oh, perfect. Okay, uh, so not including 2023, so just the ASA data set, 2013 to 2022, because 2023 isn't up there yet. I want you both to take turns naming players in the top 10 of all-time earnings. So if a player has a five-year contract for $1 million per year in MLS, their their all-time earnings would be $5 million. So ten players all time earnings leaders in MLS. Uh, Harrison, because it is your
2: question, uh, you have to go first. Uh, I would guess I have to guess number one, or I can just no any anybody. any in the ten.
1: You go. Into I would Somalia guess zero. Giovinco. Giovinco is indeed in the top ten. Ian, you are up. He is five.
0: Um, I'm going to say Michael Bradley.
1: Michael Bradley is number one overall with like $85 million. No, $50 million.
0: He's just been playing a long time for yes, a lot of money. 11, <laughs> 11.
1: He's in every single year of the data set. Uh, Harrison, you're up.
2: Oh, man. That just. Uh, Clint Dempsey. He
1: is number six, $27 million career MLS dollars.
0: Um. gotta be like um let's see we did the Toronto uh, Josie yeah Josie. Josie
1: is second 37 million dollars
2: that's who I was gonna go to darn it who I feel like I'm getting closer down the list uh from from missing um there's an obvious one there has to be an obvious one that I'm missing um I'm going to guess uh and it feels really foolish, but uh, I'm going to say David Beckham.
1: David Beckham is not in there. He yeah, he, yeah, he I was. was I don't know where he turns up, but he probably did not spend enough years. Uh, the rest of the list is Carlos Vela third, thirty two million. Oh. Kaká fourth, twenty nine. Uh, Giovanni wow. them so you got Gio dos Santos twenty five million. Yeah. Chicharito twenty five million. Pozuelo, $22 million, and David Villa, $22 wow. million. Uh wow. Insigne will enter the top 10 next year, I believe. Huh. Uh, yeah. alrighty. righty. Uh, Ian, this is a victory lap for you purely, uh, so I will give you number three. Okay. Uh, MLS rosters are rife with inequality between their league minimums and massive DP salaries. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. three teams spend the greatest proportion of their wage bill on their top five? Highest earners
0: this year, this season, yes, twenty twenty three. Okay, uh, Toronto, obviously that is indeed one of them. <laughs> um, Seattle,
1: that is incorrect. Harrison would you Ooh. like to, uh, to take a guess at the other two for fun?
2: I saw a whole thing on this earlier. Today I did steal. On, I did M- steal this
1: from the Athletic article. So, thank you, Jeff Ruder.
2: Uh, I I actually saw it out on uh, uh, yeah, um, DC United. I think
1: was is that is that accurate? That is incorrect. The answer was uh, TFC, the Galaxy, and the Chicago Fire. Oh, Chicago yeah. Fire!
2: I knew it was one of those teams that was up there that you just didn't. Expect. Shakiri doing all that heavy lifting for yeah. sure. Sixty
1: percent. All three of those teams like sixty percent of their wage budgets on five players. And All right. are good.
0: All right. That's it. We did an extra long episode. Uh, a season finale, but not really. Like a feature-length podcast from uh, us here at American Soccer Analysis. I want to thank my friends, my colleagues, uh, Harrison Crow. Find them on Twitter at Harrison underscore Crow. Uh, Kieran Doyle. Find them on Twitter at Kier Doyle, K-I-E-R Doyle. You can find me on Twitter at Handle for Ian. Uh, someone tweeted at me say that I should say it like, the Mandalorian like a handle So <laughs> sure. We're just going to do that going on. I like that a lot. Uh, so yeah, a handle for uh, follow American soccer analysis on Twitter at analysis evolved. Uh, visit the website, www.americansocceranalysis.com. Check out the American soccer analysis and WSL podcast, which Kieran is also a part of. Uh, you can see that on our um Web page, go to podcast, and it's there in the feed. I don't, does it show up in the ASA feed? It might. It should. It should. The... I should really know about this. Yes. <laughs>
1: It is, it is on the, the same Apple podcast and
0: Spotify. So, yeah. So if you are already subbed, you're getting it. Check it out uh, if you have an interest in NWSL or if you want to learn about NWSL and get an interest in NWSL. Um, so uh, thanks to Kieran and uh, Ariana and Ariel who do great, great work on that. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, if you want to support American Soccer Analysis, the best way to do that is to go to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash American Soccer Analysis. There's just one tier there. It's for $5 a month. Uh, really helps us just keep everything going, keep the server costs, uh, you know, covered as much as we can. Um, we really appreciate that help. And you can join our Patreon-only Discord. We got some really cool people there. We'd love to hear from you. Um, someone joined just <laughs> someone joined and told me that I got something wrong about Charlotte last two weeks ago. I appreciate it. Thank you. And I was wrong. And I would offer a correction, but I don't remember what I got wrong now. Um, but I'll look into that for next week. Maybe we'll be back in two weeks uh, for our our previously scheduled programming of St. Louis and Austin, I believe uh, as well as an MLS remember that guy. And of course, trivia. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. And until then enjoy the soccer.